0: Hey everybody, Charlie here. So I'm here to really help you out with some of the solutions to your pains and problems you're having with Facebook ads. Now over the last few days, I've made a real big effort of trying to ask a lot of people what their problems are. What are the biggest things that you're facing? And I got some really great answers and thank you for all the DMs and there's still half a dozen or more that I have to get back to. And really what I'm finding the biggest problems are fall into three big categories. Number one is the lack of consistency. So that is one thing that we're absolutely going to cover today. Something else that we're seeing is an inability to scale. So we're going to cover that today as well. And then the last thing is ads dying quickly. So we're going to cover those three things today. And these are, according to the polls, these all got way more votes than everything else. And are some of the biggest issues that I saw people have. Mind you, I want to say thank you to everybody for responding. Everybody for coming in on this stuff. If you like these things, please don't be afraid to follow or to go check out the YouTube and subscribe there. Follow me on Twitter, all sorts of things. And if you want more advice, please don't be shy. Go to FacebookDisruptor.com and sign up for the Disruptor Dispatch. It's a dollar to get started on the first month. And we really, really cover there. Um... On a regular basis, every few days, you're gonna be receiving advice, links, articles, reviews, interviews, and tactics, and, and and all sorts of things that you need to succeed directly to your inbox. And like I said, disruptor Dispatch is a dollar a day to get started. Also, if you mentioned this live, you can get 50% off the Patreon um, and get that down to $50 a month, which is just, well, if you can't ROI on $50 a month, you let me know and I'll give you that re- your money back. Also, a big shout out to my friends at Tobo Chico. Thank you for your delicious product. Okay, so first thing here, consistency. Now, one of the biggest issues that people are having with Facebook is it's wildly inconsistent from day to day. And yes, Facebook will be inconsistent from day to day. Ad sets, campaigns are inconsistent from day to day. People don't behave the same every day of the week and performance isn't necessarily the same on any given day. This being said, what we really need to focus in on is not looking at performance day to day. You've heard me talk a lot about a scrum doc and about reporting platforms, and I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they look at the results all day long, they hit refresh, and they try to make decisions. This is actually extremely stressful, takes a lot of time, and actually costs you money. So remember when I talk about wanting to reduce your stress, and put more money in your pocket and give you more time back. One of the easiest ways to do that is to stop making adjustments every single day and looking at the consistency on a daily basis. Because the day-to-day performance is not what actually is going to move your business forward or hurt it and bring it back. What we need to look at is week-over-week performance. How are things going? What is the trend? Are things doing really well for a couple days and then they die and then they come back in three days? How many times have we turned something off just to see it do really well the next day? The consistency that we're looking for is more in what we call directional information. Directional information is what we're looking for. And what that really means is directional information is are we moving in the right way? Is our average cost per sale coming down? Is our total ability to spend going up? What is the number one thing that we're really trying to accomplish? And week over week, are we getting better and better? Month over month, are we getting better and better? If this month is doing worse, what's our plan for next month to do better? If you can plan these things so that you're making decisions that take several days or a week to truly evaluate, then you're going to, number one, see greater consistency in your result because instead of chasing it all day, every single day, you're making less moves. So the system has to respond to less input from you. It's a machine learning platform. If you're constantly confusing it with a whole bunch of different directions, it's gonna be really hard. Like if your boss micromanages every single move you make without understanding what it is that you're doing, do you think you're gonna be really good at doing your job? Of course not. But a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that while that holds true in real life, it has no place in Facebook and they're 100% wrong. So consistency comes from looking at larger sets of data over longer periods of time and making fewer moves. Not only does that get you a more consistent result, it also puts more money in your pocket because you're seeing far less volatile things. So you're not wasting money and time by making a whole bunch of changes. And hint, the more changes you make, The more inconsistent things are going to be and the more likely you're going to see worse results than better because it's a machine learning platform you're teaching it what to do if you're teaching it what to do and at that same time um you are seeing wildly different variations on things you're constantly changing your mind on what it is you're actually teaching it to get done well then you're going to see a pretty big issue with the consistency of your performance plus you are going to see uh, more time and effort being put into things in a way that ultimately hurts your bottom line and remember we want to see more time more money, less instability. Hunt, I see your question. I'm gonna get to that here in just a little bit. Let me finish these two things and I will absolutely get to your questions. And if anybody else has questions, comment below and I will absolutely get to them. M. Hunt, and you know, I'll get to it right now. M. Hunt says, is a three ROAS attainable? Here's my answer to you, Hunt. First off, absolutely. I'm running accounts right now where I'm at a three, a five, a seven, a 10, a 12. I'm seeing other accounts where I'm spending 10, 20, 30, $50,000 a day, we're at a point eight. ROAS is actually not a very legitimate thing to look at on the Facebook platform. And this is actually a really good point for us to get to scale. And that's our next point on what we wanted to, and your timing hunt here, m.hunt30, your timing was perfect on your question. So let me help you here. Scaling, one of the biggest issues that people have when they're trying to scale their spend or scale their account is they think that what they need to do is scale spend. Now, when you're trying to scale an account, really what we're trying to do is get more results. Now, you can get more results by spending more money, but that's a very low um, confidence way of getting things done. Now, remember, your what you pay Facebook on a daily basis, your average cost is determined by one simple equation. And I have this on a sticky note because I reference it all the time. It's This is in reverse, but trust me, it's your budget and your estimated action rate. This equation, it might be reverse, and I forgive me for that, but as you raise your budget, if your estimated action rate doesn't go up, then your bid is gonna go up. Your cost per sale is going to go up. So the more money you spend, the less efficient that money is likely to be unless that money is going towards making a higher estimated action rate to get ads that people want to see more. Because remember, Facebook's business objective is to keep people on the platform for as long as possible and feel good about their time on the platform. So that being said, first off, if anybody's trying to sell you on their ability to drive performance by a certain level of ROAS, understand that they do not understand how Facebook works. Facebook is not here to try to get you a ROAS. What you're trying to do is get consistent results. A ROAS, a return on ad spend, has far more to do with your lifetime value, far more to do with the average order value, far more to do with your customer service and what occurs after the click than the actual Facebook ad. And I'll tell you, the better the results that you need from Facebook, the worse the business that you're running tends to be. And the more reliant you are on paid media, the more likely you are to see a lack of success. The best businesses are ones that don't need Facebook to drive all of the sales. The more money you can make every single day that doesn't necessarily have to come from Facebook, the lower the efficiency that you need from Facebook. Now, to get this back to scale, what we're trying to do, remember with the consistency, by not looking at things day over day, not spending hours every day trying to chase things down and actually confusing the system, wasting our time and our money, is we can start to get a consistent result. We're starting to see some stability. We're gonna know at the end of the week basically what it costs to make a sale or whatever. Once we understand that, if we can reduce that cost, we can actually scale results without having to spend more money. And that's one of the biggest things that very few people talk about, but is actually at the core of how most successful businesses run their ad accounts. It's an efficiency play. So let's say for instance, uh you know, let's say for instance, um, Hunt, that you're running an ad and your target cost to make a sale is 20 bucks. And you say, Hey, look, I'm at $19. This is going great. I want to double my spend. Well, as soon as you double your spend, what are we gonna see? Your performance starts to drop. You're like, Well, I'm getting $20 sales, why can't I spend more money? Because remember your budget goes up, and if the quality of your ads doesn't go up along with that budget, your cost to make a sale is gonna go up with it. So the way that we scale results is by saying, well, what's our target? If our target is $20, let's get it down to, say, 15. If you can get it down to $15, well, then you can actually increase your budget because now you could spend three, you could spend a third more dollars, and if, even if you don't make a single extra sale, you're still coming in at that 20. So one of the biggest ways to achieve scale is to get out of the mindset of trying to get ROAS on every single day and really focus on how do I get my cost per action to be as low as possible. The lower your cost per action, the more results you're getting with every dollar that you spend. Not only are you getting more results, but the quality of the people coming to your store is a lot better. If the quality of the people coming to your store is better, you know what else improves? Your email campaigns, your conversion rates, your your search efforts, your LTV, your subscription. All of these other things also improve along with everything else that you're doing when your ads deliver customers at a more efficient rate. So this is a really big thing. If you want to scale, the biggest thing that I need to, to try to drive home is it doesn't happen by increasing your budget. It happens by increasing the amount of work every dollar can actually do. Increase the amount of sales all of your dollars get. If you're getting five sales a day, scale your account by getting to seven on the same level of spend. This is a bit harder to do, but is a far more consistent way of scaling your business. And as soon as you get more revenue in, and you're getting better customers into your store, and you are less and less reliant on Facebook ads to drive all of your revenue, what happens? You have more profit, you can invest more money in Facebook, and you can actually continue to do that, and that 3x that you're looking for, huh? Maybe it only needs to be a 2.5, because you're getting better customers. So Facebook doesn't need to be as good in order for you to see success. One of the biggest red flags that I deal with when talking to clients and potential customers and people that wanna hire me is, if they have a ROAS goal on Facebook, I try to immediately tell them that that's not how you actually manage the platform. What I need is a CPA target. I need a cost per sale target. Because ROAS is also a wildly Um, variable metric. Does somebody take the upsell? If they did, maybe they're spending $70. If they didn't, maybe they only spent 30. Do we have a discount going on? Is there something else attached to that thing? Are they doing a buy now, pay later? Are they putting on a payment plan? Is it free plus shipping? Who knows? There's a lot of things that go into play. So ROAS is basically an irrelevant metric. And I really stress that if you're managing to ROAS right now, readjust how you're looking at it and go to CPA. That is how elite marketers manage their ad platform. And anybody bragging about a high ROAS is basically, well, to be completely honest, they don't understand how Facebook works and they're probably trying to get more attention than results. And I see experts talking about getting a great ROAS all of the time. And I'll be honest, I've been in businesses where you need a 5X ROAS just to break even. And I've been in businesses where we were scaling every day at losing at a 0.8 ROAS. The bottom line is, success is completely different for every single person. So a target ROAS number is something we don't want to look at. Last thing that I wanna get into here, according to you guys, some of the biggest pains you have is your ads dying quickly. Now this happens to a lot of people all the time and it basically comes from a massive misunderstanding of how Facebook works that was taught by a whole bunch of people that basically didn't know how to run Facebook but were widely respected for one reason or another. Now, it's not a slight against them, it's just they never paid attention to the lessons that they were taught for years by folks like me who taught Facebook how to teach agencies how to win at Facebook. Um, So, first off, why are your ads dying quickly? The concept of ad fatigue. First off, if you wanna know about ad fatigue, I got a video on YouTube and there's more here as well on Instagram that you can check out to tell you why ad fatigue is 100% bullshit. It does not exist on Facebook ads. What you are seeing is an excuse to things that are occurring inside of your platform. Now, the things that are happening inside of your platform that people blame ad fatigue on are much bigger elements. Number one, they say, well, my ad did really good on the first few days and then they died. Well, your ad didn't do really well yet. You have no idea how that ad is done. The ad's performance in the first few days has no impact on how it's gonna do in a month, or in six months, or in two years, and yes, years. I've been running the same ads since 2017, 2018. Good ads can stay live for a long, long, long time, and I'm dropping maybe $1,000, $10,000 a day on some of these ads. So the idea of ad fatigue or or other things is complete nonsense. Now, if your ad is in an ad set that hasn't left the learning phase, then Facebook has no idea how that ad is going to respond. So you might see really good results in the first few days. And then people say, oh, we saw really great results. And then it died on day three, so we pulled it. Well, you have no idea how that ad actually was going to run. Generally speaking, you see really good results, and then Facebook learns who that ad responds well to. And then, because you got really good results that day by getting all the people that that ad was absolutely perfect for, now Facebook's gonna go out and try to find other people that that ad might be good for. And it's gonna make mistakes. Would you fire an employee because on day four they weren't good enough? No. So why are you doing that for your ads? My point is, until, Generally what happens is your ad does really well and then it drops off and then it levels back off again. Until it's leveled back off again, you have no idea how that ad is actually going to do. And yes, if the ad dies right away, or if the ad is no good on day one, and it's no good on day four, and it's no good on day 10, it's probably never going to be very good for you. But, When people say, well, my ads are dying too quickly, it's very often because the ads were never actually good enough to begin with and we have no idea how they were really going to respond. So that's one thing. Another thing, and Lorax, I see your question, and I will get to that in just a second. Another thing that we wanna get to when we're talking about ads dying too quickly is this wild misconception that what you're supposed to do is find a good ad and spend as much money as possible against it. Now, to reference again this little equation, right? Your bid, that's basically what you pay in the ecosystem to make a conversion. Your bid in the auction is your budget and your estimated action rate. Now, if your ad is spending say $100 a day and it's doing really well, and then you double it to 200 and does kind of okay, and then you go to 1000 and it stops working. It's not that the ad stopped working, it's that you destroyed that ad. Basically, you asked it to do too much work. Let's use a real world example. If somebody's working in your factory, and maybe they can produce four things a day really well, and you're like, okay, great, can you make eight? And they're like, okay. And they can make eight at like a B plus, And they say, wonderful, now make me 35. If you're upset that that person can't produce 35 at the same quality as when they were producing four or eight, well, the problem isn't with the employee. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So a lot of times the reason ads die quickly is because people have this misconception that what you need to do is isolate everything that works and spend as much money against it as possible. That is actually the exact opposite of how you're supposed to run ads on Facebook. What you do when you're running ads, instead of trying to isolate the best thing and then spend as much money as possible against it, you find the worst thing and you remove it as a choice. Facebook is a machine learning platform, which means you need to teach it. It also means that you're giving it choices to make. If you constantly improve the quality of the choice that it can make, eventually it can only really make good decisions. So one of the ways to avoid ads dying quickly is to stop killing them. Don't throw a whole bunch of money behind something that you like. Take away something you don't like and try to get that better cost so that you can ultimately scale your results without having to push spend. And when you do that, you're gonna see way more consistency day to day. So this is really a big, these are a few solutions to some of the biggest pains and problems people are having on Facebook. And, and I will definitely dive into more of these deep. I'll, I'll make eBooks on this stuff if you want. I can make courses on this stuff if you want. Let me know what it is you would like to see. I'll, I'll definitely make YouTube videos as well. And a lot of these things are covered way more in depth in the uh, Disruptor Dispatch, which I highly recommend if you want to, you can go to that website that's pinned, facebookdisruptor.com, go there, sign up for the Dispatch, it's a dollar to get started, and then it's a low cost per month after that, it's not like a hundred dollars, believe me. It's it's like, I just have to pay for the email server basically to make it work, and then my buddy to make sure that the things go out okay. So somebody's gotta get a paycheck. Other than that, I'm not making any, I, I don't take any money from it. Like it is the lowest cost possible. I don't even put anything in my pocket. Um, just so that you guys know, like this is absolutely set up to how can I provide the most value in a way and just basically have the people pay for the cost of me getting it out to them. Now the last thing that I see here is a great question from, I'm going to say, Lorex. Lorex says, what's your ideal daily budget to test out new e-com product with zero pixel data? And after how many days would you stop the ads with no result? Well. I love this question, and I highly recommend, honestly, that you take a look at this video that I launched. It's on the YouTube, um, and it's called Dropshipping to Brand Building. Now, I'm not saying you're a dropshipper, but it does get into brand building and how you can develop new product lines and vertically integrate businesses. Now, if you have a brand, what you're talking about is test out new e-com products with zero pixel data, Let's say that these new e-com products are for a brand that already exists and you're trying to drive up interest in new products. Well, I would not use ads to test new products. You have an email list. You have post-transactional upsells. You have organic content. You might have a a DPA campaign. What you can do is you can put those products there and you can try them out. Now, I know that you're probably not a dropshipper, but I highly recommend you take a look at the YouTube video around Drop shipping to brand building because I talk you, th- I talk people through this process of how to bring in new products to an existing brand so that you don't actually invest a lot of money to see whether or not that product works. Because the honest truth is, you have no idea when using ads that whether that product works or not. If the ads don't make money in the first few days, is it because you didn't spend enough? Is it because the ads weren't good enough? Is it because the landing page of the product wasn't good enough? Is it because the product itself wasn't good enough? There's too many variables for you to be able to make any bit of an informed decision on what it is that you're doing. And that is a really big deal. I want you to understand that, that it is a very big deal. That what, The reason that you win or you lose when trying new products with brand new ads on a brand new thing has very little to do with the ads actually working or with the product being very good. It has to do with the perfect storm of a lot of different things. So what I would highly recommend to you is first, Identify how much of your budget you can invest at a loss, with no sales, for you to be able to try to get something to work. Second, I would try to do creative testing around selling that, specifically with Dynamic Creative. You can look at the One Campaign to Rule Them All eBook on FacebookDisruptor.com or in the Patreon. Which again, if you reference this live, you can get into that Patreon for fifty percent off. I think it's available fifty percent off right now. But if you're watching this and it's I don't know February twenty twenty three, you can still get fifty percent off. Just tell me you want you you saw this video and I will gladly give it to you. Patreon by the way has every single ebook. So instead of paying for just one, you can get all of them, and I think it's cheaper than the price of just the one ebook right now. Um, so you can get the one campaign to rule them all strategy, and that talks to you. That talks about how to properly test creative so that you can get this consistency around the price point of the cost per sale. And if you're not good enough on day one, that doesn't mean that it's something you need to abandon. Oftentimes, when you're not good enough on day one, but you're getting sales, it means that you weren't perfect with the first ads that you launched. Your first creative testing campaign wasn't perfect. That's okay, it doesn't have to be. If you're getting consistency, all you need to do is start to try to improve that. And because you've already slotted out a piece of your budget that you can invest at a complete loss, once you start making money with it, well, it's no longer a complete loss. Now you're getting more and more efficient over time, and you can invest more and more resources into getting better and better ads to try to get the cost of that sale down. Now, mind you, people might say, well, it's costing you $60. There's no way you're gonna get it for less than 20. I personally have absolutely brought things down and to got them to one-tenth, one-twentieth of the cost of what they were in that first week of running ads. My point here is, do not invest in tests that you cannot afford to see all the way through to the end with. And do not invest in tests that you don't have confidence in. And Facebook paid ads are probably one of the most expensive ways to test to see if a new product is any good vertically integrate your brand, use your existing customer list, use your existing infrastructure, use your post-transactional upsells, use your customer service, use your upsell, use your um, uh, emails, use anything that you have inside of your ecosystem to see what people are interested in and what they're not interested in. And once you find products that people want to buy, and once you see things that vertically integrate well into the brand that you have, then you're gonna be very well set up for success with new ads with new products and ultimately scale your brand without having to push your budget because pushing your budget is the honestly the lowest quality way of scaling your brand you can absolutely scale your budget and i'm not here to tell you do not i'm not here to tell you that scaling budget is bad i'm telling you that scaling your budget is what happens because you're leaving too much money on the table, not because you had a good few days. So get your consistency, scale by getting your efficiency, and then let your ads live for a while so that you can understand what they're going to do so that you can get a stable result that you can improve. If you focus on your Facebook ad account being a testing environment that follows fifth grade science class scientific method, It's not a will my brand work question, it's how long until my only issue is I'm not spending enough. And that's really the biggest point here. So once again, hi, my name is Charlie, I hope that this was helpful for you. Again, my biggest goal is to give you time back, put more money in your pocket, so you can see more success with way less stress. Facebook is actually really, really easy. And I wanna demystify everything that anybody's ever told you, that it's complicated or it doesn't make money. The reason Facebook is complicated or it doesn't make money generally is because people don't know how to use it properly. And I'm here to teach you how to get that done. Because I've been teaching Facebook how to use Facebook properly to teach to agencies with dozens of case studies and hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue spent for nearly a decade across dozens and dozens of product verticals. Internationally. All right, anyway, with that being said, I'm gonna go, I don't want this to be too long. I hope this was fun for you. I really, really appreciate your time and energy. If you can, if you like this stuff, please share my page with your friends, um, you know, hit the like on the little reels if you see them, uh, comment, just like, hey, thank you. Anything that you can do to help me get more reach would be great because we are working together to help other people be happy. And that's the real thing. I want you to be happy. I want you to be successful. And at the end of the day, Everything I have in my life right now comes from the independence and confidence I've been able to gain in my life by doing this stuff well. And the biggest gift I can give back is by transferring that knowledge to somebody else. So help me help you. I really appreciate it. With that being said, thank you all so, so much. I will talk to you all later. We're going live uh, tomorrow on YouTube. Uh, we're going, we got a new video up on YouTube today. There's going to be new videos on YouTube every single day, either a live or pre recorded piece. I just put up something live today about uh, how it was built a botnet to uh, force trends on Twitter while also. Um, getting the ads for the winner of American Idol about 45 minutes before the show aired so that we could call up Vegas uh, and make bets because we were also the company that was placing all of the banner ads on Google for who the winner was. Fun thing. Um, And yeah, it absolutely worked out. Uh, And there's gonna be a lot more videos between brand building and all, all sorts of fun stuff. So tell me what it is you wanna see. I'm gonna make that stuff for you. Every single day, there's gonna be new video content. And if you want more help, DM me. I'm putting together the next class for my Facebook ads MBA program. It is not cheap, but it is extraordinarily effective. Uh, The first class, the last class that I was running, um, 50% of those people have already uh, are already coming back to do the next round of it because they found it to be so, uh, so successful their business. 35% of the people have either uh, increased their billings on their business in the last two months or they've gotten more clients because of their ability to manage and Really, those are the things that really matter. Um, And one person hasn't done any of that because they're their own entrepreneur and they're just running their own brand and they're just seeing, you know, they went from 300 bucks a day to 2000 and it's been like 60 days since they started. So if those are the types of things that you wanna see, DM me, let me know. It is an immersive two-week program. And it comes with group classes, one-on-ones, there's coursework, there's Excel spreadsheets, there's Google Sheets. It's an entire ecosystem that you can plug and play into your business for success. If you're willing to invest in your future that way, let me know. Uh, If you mention this live, I'll make sure you don't pay full price. All right, with that being said, I'm going to talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Bye.